Hello and welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast, where we focus on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle, so you can focus on living your dreams. We'll help you navigate through important topics so that you can elevate your life and financial health. Let's get started with your host, Paul Moffitt. Hello, welcome to Arista Wealth Podcast. We're excited to have our listeners on today, and we're double excited to have as our guest someone who I'll be introducing in a few minutes. But hope that uh, all is well and that wherever you are, you're having a sunshine-filled day. We're excited to have with us Catherine Chadwick. She's also known as Coach CC or Double C. You're going to really enjoy listening to her today. She's got a wealth and a depth of experience. She's a nurse. She's very educated. She's well-informed. She's lived in many different parts of the country. She currently is coming to us today from Manhattan, my third home. I love Manhattan and I love New York City. I'll be there in just a few weeks to see a Yankees game and the Music Man. If you haven't seen the Music Man, you need to go see it, listeners. This, I think, will be my fourth time. But no, <laughs> but no, I don't have a compulsive love for Hugh Jackman. He's just an amazing performer. But we're super excited. Catherine Chadwick, welcome to the Arista Wealth Podcast today. Well, Paul, thank you so much for having me. I'm really pleased to be here, have this conversation with you. Oh, well, we're thrilled. We're thrilled. You know, Catherine, let's get started. Help us. You know, one of the things that you're so, you know, you've, you've accomplished so much and done so much, but you are a practitioner of the Applied Positive Psychology. You're a certified legal nurse consultant. You're a certified life mastery consultant specializing in transformational coaching that, I mean, you just help so many people, but one of the big buzzwords that jumped out was prioritizing our mental fitness training, resilience, and adaptability. Help us provide some insight on those key words. Well, it's interesting because it comes down to making decisions and focus. Um, there's so, As you know, there is so much information coming to us constantly and way more than we can ever assimilate or even use. And I think it's really important to take the time to do that self-assessment and establish for each person. It's a bit different. You know, what do you want? What do you want to accomplish in life? The subconscious mind accepts what the conscious mind gives it. And that's where the mental fitness training comes in because the body is actually the subconscious mind. And it's actually, you know, we're programmed pretty much by the time we're seven or eight years old. And we're, I call it accepting beliefs and programming without evaluation. And so because we think about 70,000 thoughts in one day, and 90% of those are so are from the day before and the day before and the day before, you know, yeah. that all these yesterdays are being dragged along with us. And so you, you've got a window there and you've got that 10% initially that you can start working with to start repatterning, reprogramming yourself, because we all find old beliefs and old habits that don't really serve us well, don't serve us effectively. And they actually affect our health because over 90% of physical illnesses and conditions are lifestyle induced. 
And lifestyle induced is from your thoughts, your actions, those are your results. And so it's imperative to, I believe, you know, for people to have this kind of information and understand that they can make changes. And I believe that when people understand a little bit more about how the mind actually works and what options they have as far as using their mind, that, you know, it makes it much easier to stick with the program. If a person makes a decision and has a vision, has a trajectory, a goal, and goals and and a vision are not necessarily the same, but goals are pretty much on the way Two, what's your purpose? What is it you want to do? And you can develop scaffolding images along the way. You make those decisions. And it's important to have, and then if you've made that decision and you're solid in that, then it's so much easier to have those intentions that you can follow every day. And it's repetition and practice and intention, evaluation, what's working, what's not working. And it's it's much like learning to play the piano or learn to play golf. I have a third degree black belt in karate, and that took a lot of repetition. <laughs> so, wow. Third <laughs> right. degree? Yeah. So, and to be very transparent, I did attain my first degree black belt on my physical expertise, and I have been promoted because I am a supporter and very much supportive of uh, Master Ochai's foundation and his educational karate program and all of the things that he's such a fabulous teacher and I believe in what he's doing, but I understand the the concept, the systems and the diligence that's required to get good at something. It's mastering what it is, your life. I mean, your life is your business, right? And it's very interesting. That's great. How some people have a tendency to kind of be tossed along on, on, on the waves and blow which wherever the wind is blowing them. Yeah. Yeah. So, Catherine, help us. You talked about 70,000 thoughts a day. 90% are recurring. So it's like that washing machine that just keeps going. And then 10% are new. And so what you're saying is we got to really be protective of our thoughts and our mind that if 90% of our thoughts are recurring to really make sure that positive things are inside our mind instead of negative. Is that what you're sharing? Yes, I am. When I talk to my grandchildren, I talk to them about the mind being like a garden and that's not a new analogy, but it's wonderful because it's so visual And it's what what do you want to plant in your garden? What type of garden do you want? Do you want a a garden that's gorgeous and and wonderful? Or are you just going to let all those weeds grow (laughs) and not have a good crop? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's 70,000 thoughts, 90 are recurring. That 10% window is where you really got to make sure you're feeding that positive thought process and, and creating an environment around you that the mind can really be optimized. And so share with us, you've got this concept that really resonated with me and it's called the sunshine quotient. Can you provide some thought and some ideas of what that is and why that's important for our listeners? Well, it's really one of my favorite things to talk about. So thank you. (laughs) Sunshine quotient is a term that refers to lighting gradients in photography and radiology. 
and I have applied it to people. I believe that this was just a download for me because people were at one point saying, oh my gosh, you're so bright all the time. What are you doing? And I'd say, oh, well, you know, I have a high sunshine quotient. And I had never used that word combination before. And I finally started to do a little research and found out about it being a lighting gradient term. And I'm like, oh, well, this makes perfect sense because when you look around you, everybody has their own unique level of brightness. You know, we are vibrational beings. We are light beings. We're emitting light and uh, information all the time. And I believe that your level of radiance, my level of radiance, everybody's level of radiance is a direct reflection of the level of vibration. And what I really was really excited about it for was to use it as a mindfulness tool, a breathing and a mindfulness tool, because if you visualize that you're breathing in that sunlight and you're starting to glow, it's just filling you up and you're starting to glow from the inside out and your heart's glowing, your heart's getting bigger. You can feel the sunlight, the warmth of it on your skin The physiological side of that also is that by taking in that deep breath, you're stimulating the vagus nerve, and that in turn stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the calming side of your nervous system. So there is absolutely a physiological basis as to why this works. So you can actually raise your level of vibration by doing this and start establishing a mindfulness practice or add a little something to maybe a current mindfulness practice that you have. I teach all my clients this and I encourage them to actually schedule this exercise on their phone for four times a day and do the breathing for four to five breaths at a time. And that gets people in tune with actually getting more connected to their breath. And of course, the breath is essential for us and it is calming. And so they, they understand, they feel that sensation, they, they understand how it's working for them. So then when they start to get a little anxious or the circumstance is pushing them a little bit, they remember ah, the breath because it's a beautiful, calming, self-regulating tool that everybody can use. That's great. And so just taking a step back with that, you know, that sunshine, sunshine quotient is really a breathing, connecting the nerves, calming the nerves. And you mentioned one of the nerves called the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is very extensive. Then there are actually two sides of it. And it regulates not only, <laughs> not only so much of that, but, you know, your pancreas <laughs> and a lot of how, a lot of how your body operates. If you actually go on and look for an image on it, if you Google it and look for an image, you'll be shocked at how far reaching this vagus nerve is. And when you take in the, the breath, it stimulates the calming side, the parasympathetic side. And that's also referred to as rest, digest, and create. And so when you do that, it absolutely does calm you down. It'll decrease your heart rate. It'll decrease the, you know, your respiratory rate. Yeah. I love it. That's great. That's great. And, you know, I asked specifically about that nerve because you're in New York, Manhattan, uh, up on the Northwest side, and I'm in Las Vegas. So we get to learn about the vagus nerve. Did not know that. Learn something new every day. Uh Share with us the importance of a mind diet that you and I have talked about in the past, this mind diet. 
Well, because it's getting back to those number of thoughts that you think and you have a choice actually about what you think about. And it's, it's some like that old analogy of turning the ocean liner. It's not so easy in the very beginning, yeah. but if you think of, uh, I also like the visual of a balance, the old fashioned balance scale. And if you have a lot of negative thinking going on, it's like a millstone. It's heavy. If you just keep doing a little gratitude, look at what's going well in a person's life. In fact, that's the whole basis of the applied positive psychology is focusing on what's going well versus the old version of psychology of, well, <laughs> let's take a look at what's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just absolutely a matter of focus. And I think that we do have a choice as to what we think about. And the beauty of that also, and also with the mind diet is also connected with the mind garden. What do you want to put in there? What do you want to plant? What do you want to produce? And obviously, the words, you know, words and, and feelings, everything has energy to it. Everything yeah. is working on an energetic level. And more positive words have a higher vibration than the negative words. And I mean, it's all connected one way or the other, because the thoughts instigate the feelings and the feelings instigate the actions and the actions determine the results. The other beauty of it is, is that you can train your mind to focus on what it is that you're looking for. And that in turn will help the RAS or the reticular activating system help you look for what you're looking for because the, the RAS is part of the brainstem and it filters out a lot of things, um, things that you're not thinking about, you know, bodily functions that you don't need to pay attention to all of the time because that's just happening pretty much automatically. But when it's as if, you know, that example that many people use, if you want to buy a gold car, a gold colored car, and you have that in your mind, you're going to start seeing those because your RAS is helping you filter out what it is that's important to you. So it, it's critical to determine what's important to you and, and focus on that. That's great. And so, you know, one of the things that, you know, we're encouraging people right now, when the stock market takes a temporary short-term decline, they can get worked up because they think that this is going to be permanent. And then they think, uh-oh, this is forever. And we tell some of them to go on a TV or media or internet diet and to stay away from something that could be detrimental to their health in the short term. When, because when emotions are high, intelligence is low. Yes. And can you provide some benefits and, and some insight to, to support? Is that being good or bad as a successful coach, Kathy? I think it's absolutely a great idea. I rarely watch television. I haven't watched the news and I can't tell you how long. I, I do look at the headlines to see if I if there's anything I'm supposed to be doing to keep myself safe. <laughs> because every minute that I give over to those people that are the fear mongers and spreading all the bad news, basically, because that's their job, because the mind does default to the negative, because that's the old primitive brain. 
And that's part of what has been people do what they know. Yeah. And so someone who has watched the news for years and years and years, it's not going to be that inviting for them to turn that TV off. However, that self-regulatory exercise as far as the breathing and the focusing and what do you want? And, and oh my gosh, there are so many things to learn. Develop some new neural pathways, you know, take a dance class or start painting or, or learn a new instrument or make new friends and go dancing or whatever, right? Because yeah. there's so much in life that is really not lived. Yeah. If you're tied to the television and all of the news, and as I say, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's so much coming at us, we can't possibly use it all. And it doesn't serve us because everything is temporary. Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. Th there's just a lot of fear mongering because it sells commercials. It sells TV space. Yes. And they want to keep you attached to the blue poop, boob tube. And it's so real. You know, we need to be feeling... You know, going back to one of your original comments that the mind is a garden and we need to be taking advantage of loading positive, uplifting sunshine into our minds and into our thoughts and doing things that, that are building the positive instead of the negative. So that's wonderful. And Dr. Kathy, how can our listeners today stay in touch with you and all the good works and all the good things that you're doing? Well, my website is actually the art of self-craftsmanship org and it's probably easier to just go to sunshinequotient.org because that's included in there as well. If you just Google my name, Catherine Chadwick, you'll you know find quite a list of things that I've been doing as far as you've got nurse and the sunshine quotient and some projects that I'm working on. So I would be delighted to hear from anybody and you know with any questions that anyone has, or if you think of any questions when we're finished, please feel free, send me an email or give me a call. I'd be happy to answer anything that I can. And if I don't have the answer, I bet I know somebody who does. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you listeners for joining us today on the Arista Wealth podcast and listening to coach Catherine Chadwick. She's been amazing. So insightful, has some great insight and helped remind us all that our mind is a garden. We need to continue to nurture it, provide sunlight, cultivate it, add good plants, and be positive in a negative world. Well, thank you, Catherine. It's so great to meet you and so excited to uh, spend some of this time with you. Super accomplished person. Loved you know, to have you talk about vision, focus, purpose, goals. Staying focused on the big picture and, and keep climbing that mountain of life. It's just so, you know, the enthusiasm that, that you start just diffusing from this process and, and the progress that people make, it's just so fun. I think life is yeah. supposed to be fun. Yeah, no, it is. It's supposed to be fun. And we don't want other people to hijack our lives and have us think negative and be negative. And so, so grateful for you. So thankful for the time that you've afforded us today. We wish the very, very best for you. When I'm out in New York and I have a few times, maybe I'll send you a message and we can meet for a cup of coffee and visit. Well, so, that would be wonderful. I'm grateful for the time with you. And thank you very much, Paul. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a great evening and a great week. Yes, you do the same. Take okay, care. I will. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs>
This episode of the Arista Wealth Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more advice on your finances, wellness, and lifestyle so you can focus on living your dreams. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.